the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Let me turn Bob on. It's four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Jeremy and Ellen and Bob all together work at Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue Indian School. I put them in the top 3% to 5% of all the shops in the Valley with respect to diagnostics. They have the uncanny ability to find the dead squirrel in the dashboard <laughs> from a stink that nobody else could find. I think there was a BMW that you guys did that had been bid for a huge amount of money because water was coming out of the vents, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So without saying the name of it, Bob, what kind of, without saying the name of the any other shop, mm-hmm. what kind of car was it? That was a BMW. Okay. Yeah, and the BMW. estimate number that had been given by another shop was? If I remember right, it was 1500 I don't remember. Range. It was. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a heater core. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they required no. a heater core. It yeah. Was a, it was a plug drain on the. Well, but no. that's the end of the story. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. the end that's of the what story. They told him it was. Yeah. yeah. So the heater core is underneath the dash behind the glove box, and when it leaks, it leaks coolant. Well, when they build the BMW, they start with the heater core. And then they put all the components around it as they build this car, <laughs> so everything has to come off it. Uh, if you're going after the heater core. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell the story Bob tells me, okay? He says you guys get it in there, and it's throwing water out of the vents. You check the drain, and the drain doesn't drain. I right. don't know if you stuck a hanger up there. You know what I'd have done. I would have stuck a gasoline-powered blower <laughs> over the vents, <laughs> taped them all off, and blown that trash out. <laughs> but that's what happened is the condensation drain from the evaporator case that contains not only the heater core but the evaporator, which is the thing that gets really cold that blows air at you, the evaporator sweats. Right. And so you cleaned the drain out, and the car was fixed. How much did that cost? Do you remember? Either one of you? Any of you? No, I don't remember. $100 or less. $100 or less. Yeah. So the idea is is when you folks park your car in the summertime and you come out and there's water by the right front wheel inside just a tad, that's usually sweat from the air conditioning system. And the evaporator, again, is the cold thing behind the glove box. We put a fan behind it. We turn on the fan. The air goes across the cold thing like a big ice cube and blows cold air in your head. That's kind of how it works. Richard, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, I've got a 2005 GMC Sierra with a 5.3 V8. It's got 218,000 miles on it. And my airbag light came on about a month ago, and I can't figure out how to get it get it off. I tried looking at fuses and stuff, and everything okay. seems to be okay. We um, we can only guess. Jeremy, you want to throw sure. a guess out? Um, well, the, the best guess would be 
something's wrong in the system that's setting a code that is going to uh, kind of direct the next move. And so if the airbag light is on, that means that system is disabled. Your airbag's not going to work. Um, I see. It has a module, just like all the other major components that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, records what fault is in it. And, uh, you know, you, unfortunately with airbags, there's there's impact sensors. You've got uh, airbag, the actual bags themselves. And, you know, you got one in the steering, you got one in the dash. Uh, mm-hmm. Some have a lot more than others, but you also have these impact sensors in the doors and in the frame. And uh, all those have to work continuously so that the, the computer monitors all the signals all the time. So if that airbag, you know, shorts or opens or, or something, it'll it'll click a code. And a lot of times, even if that symptom goes away, that code has to, you know, the, the computer has to see no problem in the system for a number of drive cycles. It's like, a, it's like 40 different okay. times. So you're probably not going to get very far pulling fuses. Um, you know, that might do a, a reset of the module, but until you get a little bit more in depth, uh, it, it'd be pretty I tough to you. say exactly what it is. I'll tell you what I'll do, Richard. I'll bet you an oil change, it's a clock spring. It's a what? A clock spring. There's See, we have to keep contact with all the wiring harness with the steering wheel, and the steering wheel moves. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. we have this little spring underneath the steering wheel, and it allows the steering wheel to move. One end will move at the steering wheel, and the other end is fixed. 218,000 miles. You've been around the world eight times. How many times has your wife drive, drove in that truck, driven that oh, truck? Oh, I'm not, I'm not married, so. Oh, how about, right, let me change the question. How many times your girlfriend drove that truck? <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she doesn't like my truck. It's too dirty. Okay. All right. All right. And just tell her that she needs to buy a Lexus so you can ride with her with your cowboy <laughs> boots and spurs on. Okay. Um, it, okay. It, this this isn't a, a, a tough one if the light's on. And if it has to do, the computer code will say something to the effect of is the modules lost sight of the airbag in the steering wheel. I see. Mm-hmm. And you pull the steering wheel off. You replace the clock spring, Jeremy, an hour or two. Uh, hundred yeah. to two hundred dollars for the for the labor. I don't know. The clock spring can be cheap, and it also can be a hundred and fifty dollars. But okay. that's mm-hmm. that's the area. I'm going to guess. I don't want you to go to your garage and say Salem said to replace the clock spring. No, I won't say that. Okay, just say Jeremy from Larry Harper's <laughs> Auto said to replace this clock spring, and then that's that's how we'll we go. We will test it first <laughs> before we're not going to throw. We have those customers come in that want us to throw a part at it. We're going to test it first. You're, you're absolutely right, okay. but we're he understands. We're just talking about possibilities. Right. Um, okay. We okay. had a we had somebody in a Chrysler put a clock spring in the other day, and there's a specific process. Well, they didn't do it. The lady drives away. She gets to a hospital. She makes a hard right turn. The airbag pops and blows her head into the B pillar. Oh my gosh. It gets kind of ugly from there. Mm-hmm. So the and this is a dealership that installed this part but mm-hmm. didn't center the steering wheel on the spring. So you should have two oh, turns okay. to the right, two turns to the left. Well, when she went two turns to the left to park, it stretched mm-hmm. the and it touched the the uh the squibs they call it. It's oh. the little tape oh, with wires in it and it popped oh. the airbag. So I'm betting just the only reason I'm betting the clock spring is because of 218,000 miles. That's okay. why I'm I'm saying that. There's okay. nothing else that wears on your airbag system, but there could be a bad connection like Jeremy said, so you'd have to track okay. them some of that down, but that's All my right. bet, okay. okay? All right, well thanks for your help. I appreciate it, fellas. You bet. You bet. 
I know he won't replace the clock spring because <laughs> it, once you get the steering wheel apart and you realize you got all these pieces, you usually are a little chicken to put it all back together. Yep. All righty. Who's next, Gil? That would be Steve. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I called you a month or two ago, and you never really let me get my problem out that I want or the question out that I want to ask. Okay. I had uh, likened the way my 2001 F250 diesel handles, and I mentioned that it is like it has not enough tow-in. In other words, it wanders. I'm not saying that it's a tow-in issue. I'm certain it is not. Okay, but I remember the phone call, but see, what you're talking about is a discussion you want to have, that, and you start off with something that's wrong. Because tow-in doesn't cause the car to wander. Tow-out causes the car to wander, but not tow-in. And I also remember telling you that if you had too much toe-in, you'd have excessive wear on the outside of the tires. And if you had too much toe-out, you'd have excessive wear from the inside of the tires. And I remember you told me you didn't have any wear. And so all I can do is guess. Jeremy, if it wanders, other than a loose suspension, which should come with a noise, a clunk, what else could it be? Well, on on F-250s particularly, they have kind of a weak link, and it's, it's usually in the gear the steering gear itself they've got really heavy you know linkage rods that uh you know tend to hold up pretty well um obviously there's a lot of possibilities for that a loose steering but i know we've had multiple times where the gears get loose themselves and that it's not going to wear tires because uh what you're feeling is a, a a play between the steering wheel and what's actually happened to the, the the wheels on the ground when you turn the steering wheel you've got movement before it's actually turning the the wheels that you're steering with so anything in between can cause that steve this is how you check it okay start the car stand outside the car with the window down put your hand at 12 o'clock on the steering wheel look at the front tires wiggle the steering wheel back and forth about the width of a toothpick and then get bigger and bigger the steering wheel should move and be completely synchronized with the front tire. Completely. And if it's wandering and that and you've got play, then you have to figure out where the play's at. Right. So that's the best we can do. We can't tell you for sure, but this see this is Steve, it's important for us to have give and take. And and when it wanders, we're already knowing what we would do to diagnose it. And, and throw it on an alignment rack wouldn't be the first thing we'd do. We wouldn't set the toe because tire wear is associated with toe. And if you don't have tire wear that matches bad toe, then we're not going to go in that direction. So I, I think I've given you what you can do yourself to check the connection between the steering wheel and the left front tire. And I think that's the way to go. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You're welcome to give us a call. We have open lines available. And let me tell you real quick about Blackwell Automotive. Tom at Blackwell Automotive is a no good son of a gun. He doesn't know how to play poker. He can't hold his liquor. And he's just ornery as all hell. But he does a good job in fixing cars. <laughs> and, and he's a friend of mine, as you can well imagine. But I really like it. He's up at 40th Street in Greenwell. I really like it because when I specifically send someone to him because geographically he is the best shop for them, um, he usually can pull it off. Not too long ago, a lady had an old Chevy pickup, and she wanted power brakes installed, power steering installed, and air conditioning installed. And she couldn't find anybody to do that. So I called Tom, and I said, I bet you don't want this because I bet you can't do it, which is kind of 
dragging the cape in front of the bull. And I said, this is what she wants. And I told her I'm not going to be able to find anybody to do that. And he, he said, just send her my way. In two days, he put that truck together. And that lady has sent me a thank you note every three days for the last two months. She's just real happy with her truck. So Blackwell's good at that kind of stuff, 40th Street and Greenwell, Greenway. And if you tell him you know Mark Salem and Mark's going to send you a, a coupon for $100 off, then that'll make a smile. We'll be back just right after this. Early ticket access, exclusive content, and prize giveaways. Those are just a few of the perks of being a Patriot Insider. It doesn't stop there, though. Take advantage of our half-off deals. Your air conditioner is one of the most important things in your home. That's why we've partnered with one of the Valley's best AC companies in Howard Air. And as a Patriot Insider, you can get a new AC for half the price. Become an insider and get more info on our deals at 960thepatriot.com or call 602-955-9600. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to acquire a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 
Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win. In air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect our... Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to Seth from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said this ain't good welcome back everybody 20 20 minutes after the hour i ellen told a really nasty joke and that's why we're all laughing right now (laughs) so anyway we're trying to get her microphone on and everything like that you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes in this place um let me talk a really good about and really nice about automatic transmission exchange if you're in phoenix and you need a transmission diagnosed or to take somebody for a drive if you can duplicate the problem nobody can tell you if your transmission is acting up every other tuesday it's going to be hard to tell you but if you can make it happen saves you lots of money so automatic transmission exchanges at 40th street in washington he's been around a long time i think phil actually worked on fred flintstone's first car and so Phil knows what he's talking about. He's Like I said, he's been around a long time. So if you need transmission work and you're in Phoenix, then may I suggest Automatic Transmission Exchange. George, you're up. Hey, gentlemen. How are you doing? Hey, George. So good, um, good. my question to you is, you know, it's not trying to fix stupidity from the manufacturer, but maybe you can give me some hints. So my wife has a 2010 Toyota RAV4. And a few years ago, uh, Toyota had their wonderful recall. They didn't tell us what they were going to do, so we took it in. And what they did, they took on the rear end for the uh, alignment. I can't remember if it's for the toe and toe out of the camber, but the adjusters back there. So they took out the original ones, they put new ones in, put it on the alignment rack, and then epoxied them. So that's been, I don't know, five, six years ago. Well, now we can't adjust the rear end, and obviously things wore out. And So have you heard about Toyota's um, foolishness and... We're kind of stuck with this, and do you have any recommendations? Yeah, two things. Um, Toyota's not the only one that welds their front ends together, and that's why they make a die grinder or a torch, because you should be able to get the epoxy off that just like we do. So, Oh, really? Yeah, because they put a sticker on it that's, you know, so when I take into an alignment shop, it says, do not remove, these are fixed, and so the alignment shops are very hesitant about doing anything, because now you're going beyond what the what the manufacturer is telling you is a safety issue, right? No, yeah, he doesn't uh, have any hair on his chest. He hasn't been around the block. (laughs) Um, We don't care what they say not to do. Let me tell you something. If they built perfect cars, we'd never have a recall, we'd never have a campaign, and we'd never have a technical service bulletins, and our cars would last forever. That's like Ellen when she says make cookies. She makes cookies, and she says don't touch it. 
Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that works and, really good at my house too. And yeah, we mind yeah. her. Yeah. Well, and it's also like the pillows. Do you know the tags on the pillows? They say do not yes. remove. Yes, and the mattress, <laughs> and all that. And, uh, you know, it says let the car warm up for a minute. Who sits in their driveway for a minute and lets their car warm up? Besides that, the oil guys say that it's much better to drive it at a slow speed with with you know a minimal amount of load because that's going to break the oil in and warm it up better. Jeremy, there you, you want to comment on the RAV4? Oh yeah, I don't I don't think any uh any problem would be cuz it's 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 an, it's an adjustment to that rear suspension so they put it where yep. it's supposed to be when you have things where it's going to get it's going to get out of adjustment again. Um, it's just a matter of how how long and whether things wear out as far as bushings go. So, if even if you were to put new arms on there you know that's if, if those worn out again uh you know they may say now they may they may put more epoxy on you know i, I know some of them do recommend actually welding them on um once they're set and that's that's a pretty rare occasion actually i think i talked to mark about one of those dodge just yeah. did that and uh I, I did i wasn't even aware that you would want to do that but uh dodge <laughs> just came out and said that yeah because they if they loosen up uh the, the problem is if those loosen up and they can cause a uh you know a steering angle to get out of whack and that can cause your you know driving down the road to uh you know get out of control so that it's all, that, all basically just to keep you safe and they they go right. above and beyond to some degree to uh make sure that you know that 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 nut is tight and that it doesn't back off in any kind of uh you know vibration or, that, or just driving yeah, George, so George research, there's a lot of stuff, yeah. George, there's a lot of stuff on the car that we're not supposed to touch, okay? okay. So the bottom line is, is if we, you can't possibly believe that we're going to be able to weld the alignment adjustments and never need to cut them off. Because, so I'm an electrician, and I know that better than that, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. So don't, so, don't, you know, don't think you can't take this apart. Now, do you have tire wear problems, or is the back end of the car clear to the left or the right of the front end? No, no, none okay, of that. Okay, then leave it alone. It's just that when they put it on the rack. Well, who puts it on the rack? So when they put it on the rack, it shows it out of alignment a little bit, but they can't do anything about it. But you guys bring up a good point, and, uh, you know, and, uh, if it's, you know, Again, it was designed to be adjusted, and then I guess they have some issues with the nut loosening. And to cover CYA, this is their fix, right? Some knee-jerk reaction fix. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. What kind of rack are they putting it on? Uh, that, you know, I'm a... <laughs> I is it, you are the tires motor, dangling? But, are the tires dangling, or is it on Is it on a, a runway? Uh, yeah. Are they you know, giving I, you a printout? I think it does but, dangle. I'd have to look. Because I think it's... You know, I won't okay. mention their name. But okay, that, that's you okay. Know. If you lift the car up by the frame and the wheels, uh, we have two kinds of racks. We have a drive-on rack that we lift it up by the tires, and then we have a suspension rack where we pick it up, but the tires are dangling. I promise you, if the parameters were that if the tires don't look good when they're dangling, every single car that comes into my shop wouldn't need front-end work. Every I single do. car. Go ahead. Well, let me tell you. Also, there's a lot of cars that don't have that adjustment. And how do you adjust those if it's a solid? That There's aftermarket companies that make adjustments for almost every single mm-hmm. rod that, that uh-huh. needs to be adjusted. So even if, even if it's a solid piece that never was supposed to be adjusted, there's times, you know, based on certain circumstances, that it will need to be adjusted to get the thing in, in spec. And so you'll have to put another component, maybe an aftermarket arm, and all the okay. all that 
is basically what you're doing by adjusting that. that we do line. that all the time. Well, we use aftermarket parts all the time. There's but you guys uh, are Dorman. Smart. <laughs> Dorman makes takes something like a window motor for a Honda and makes it a whole lot better. So okay, it's, well, man, um, I'm glad I called you guys. And by the yeah. way, you know well, the guy Tom you talked about, he sounds yeah. like me, so I kind of like him. Well, I, you know, I live in Goodyear, and he's way <laughs> on the east side. Tom one or Tom two? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you she's were talking about Blackwell. Oh, oh, okay. Horrible at poker. I'm horrible at poker. I can't hold my liquor. Oh. I'm Asian. But oh. dang, I know my trade pretty dang good. Yeah, and so, you know hey, that I like him. That's that's exactly what Tom. Well, Jeremy and Bob sitting here with me as well. They're just kind of shy because they're on the radio. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, thank you for identifying it. When you talk to an electrician. And he asks you lots of questions and then says it could be this or this. And then he asks you about symptoms. You know, when you turn on the TV, do the light dim? Do the lights dim in your living room? And does the does the garbage disposal run at the same speed every time? That's kind of what you you got. And that's what we're trying to draw out of people is, is let's talk about it as opposed to the Google guy that's in uh, St. Louis that's telling you how to fix your car in Arizona. Exactly. So, yep. so anyway, thank you very much, George. Thank you very much. Dodge right now has this big recall deal, and they've got this adjustment on their front end of their trucks, and they're welding the nuts and the other side to the sleeve. Right. Do you know what that is? Yep. What is it? What is it for? Yeah, what's that rod do? Well, that's what adjusts your... your well, it's either the towing or the steering wheel to to straight. Steering wheel. Okay. <laughs> this does go. nothing more than adjust the steering wheel straight up and down. It has nothing to do with the alignment on the front end. You called me about it. Yeah. And I remember you, you know, when Mark calls you up, a lot of times he'll get like two, three sentences in before he knows who he's talking to. And, and, uh, <laughs> okay, <you> Jeremy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Jeremy's gone. <laughs> I'll tell you the story when we get back, but he's not going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story. But you know what? He doesn't know anything about artificial grass at all. Not a single thing. You know, he knows everything about cars, but when you talk artificial grass to this Jeremy, you might as well be talking to my grandson. Holy mackerel. So he, I knew he was going to try to tell, but he doesn't remember that I have the control of his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so he's over here there listening, but he doesn't really have an idea. Tim, please stay there because we're going to get you first, I promise. 602-508-0960. We have four open lines available for the rest of you. 602-508-0960. Sitting here with Bob and Ellen Frisbee, who own Larry Harker's Auto, and one of their techs named Jeremy. <laughs> Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Sometimes, life gets in the way of our dreams. 
It certainly feels that way as we all come to grips with the challenges of COVID-19 and adjusting to our new temporary normal. The Steve Oswald team with Finance of America Mortgage is thinking of you and standing beside you while we navigate this uncharted territory. From Steve Oswald's team, be safe, stay healthy, and take care of one another. We've been here for you for over 20 years, and as we come out of this together, we'll continue to make dreams come true. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This week on Middle East Radio Forum, Mayor Jolovitz will provide another close analysis of Israeli political theater and address the topic, is a national unity government anything more than a respite before the next Israeli election? That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the all righty, welcome back, everybody. Um, I got to push all the buttons to make sure everything's working, and I got to get speakers off of the studio. Bob and Ellen Frisbee, who own Larry Harker's Auto, and their son-in-law Jeremy, who Bob and Jeremy are a pair that that you couldn't draw a better pair. There's not going to be anybody better than them. There might be somebody as good as them, but I can tell you right now, Jeremy knows more about cars than I do, but I know more about marriage and girls than he does. <laughs> um, i got to go to Tim because Tim's been waiting. Thank you, Tim, for holding. How can we help you? Mark, how are you? You know, I've, I've been better, but I'm not north of the, I'm not south of the dirt, so I'm pretty happy today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is a question about my wife's Cadillac. It's a 2014 SRX. Got about 57K on it. And uh, just for full disclosure, she's in the other room listening. 
So, is this your first wife we'll, or your we'll, fifth wife? <laughs> um, we'll we'll have our fortieth this year. So good for you. I'm hoping next next year will be the forty first. I hope. And wait, but wait, 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 hold on. How many years you guys got? What? Fifty. Fifty. And I'm forty six. So hey, listen, you're in a you're in company of other people. You're that, a good company. Yeah. You're a good yeah. Company. And all I can tell you is is your wife probably said this to you, like my wife says to me, and she says, I know how you're gonna die. And I, I said, Well, falling off a horse or in a car wreck and she says, No, a bullet wound in the ear. And um so I, I, I think that's a hint. But anyway, we're ready. Okay. Uh, Cadillac 2014 SRX, about 57K on it. Uh, I'll give you a quick background thing that may or may not be important. About two weeks ago or so, it started to lose track of the fob that was inside the car right next to the dash. Uh, A little history on that fob. It has taken two trips through the Maytag in uh, my wife's pocket. And, um, oh, yeah, blame it on your wife. What a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's in the other room. That's right. Hey, we're stick- what's her first I name? Think- we tell her we're going to stick up for her. Gene. Uh, Gene. Yeah. So, Gene, we're going to stick up for you. Go ahead, Tim. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man, there's, what, three of you against me now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Four. Four. <laughs> if you turn my mic back <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, the Maytag fob in my view, became un- unreliable, and uh, I didn't think much more of it. Flash forward to yesterday, she drove it to work, which is only a, less than a mile. Everything was normal, except for when she got out to get into it to come home, it was dead. No lights on the dash, and obviously no crank. And um, so she called me, and I was at work, and I came by later on and jumped it, and that made things happen, but it made erratic things happen, and it did not crank. The dash was doing a lot of the stuff that it does when you first turn the car on, which I think is computers initializing and stuff, uh, the speedometer pointer moving full circle and things like that. And uh, it, it was giving very odd alerts, like roll the window up and down on the driver's side, um, the hood well, who, is open, which it was. Okay, okay. What you're telling us is is the car has lost its mind, and it's doing all kinds yes. of weird stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think five gallons of gas in the back seat and a road flare, your problem solved. <laughs> and, Jeremy? Well, let me give you a, a quick synopsis. Is it, this may or may not have anything to do with your key fob, um, if it, if it shut off. But when the battery goes dead, there's a, there's a lot of things that have to be reset. Um, so what you're, what you're seeing is the car, you know, a lot of times they'll have to relearn the idle, the, the windows have to be reprogrammed or they, their automatic function has to go all the way up and all the way down. So a lot of things are normal when the battery goes dead. Your main problem though needs to be, uh, why did, why did the battery go dead? And until we figure that out, I think, uh, the rest of it's going to be kind of, uh, immaterial. Yeah. I don't, I think you need to chase the battery dead first. I don't think we need to deal with the fob. Besides that, I, Jeremy, I don't know about you, but uh, my wife's fobs go through the washer and the dryer all the uh, time. Oh, Bob's does too. 
Yeah, uh, many, and many I, times. Never I had take, a problem. Take them apart and blow them out, and usually they're fine. You know, do it's only got one well, screw. We never blow it out, do we? We just dry it out. <laughs> yeah. It's gone through the dryer, too. <laughs> That's right. That's all you got to do is make sure the dryer's on a little longer. <laughs> but but uh, we got to fix the, the, the no crank, no start, no lights first. Um, a bad connection right. at the battery can cause this. An alternator diode can cause all kinds of problems. But let's work on that first. I don't think this is a fob issue. I, I think it's a power supply issue to the engine or to the car. So I think so, too. But she told me I had to tell you about the fob. And she's listening, Mark. <laughs> okay. Well, come if on. she needs a new fob, they, I know this locksmith that will come out and just reprogram her fob. And she can pick whether she wants diamonds or sapphires or she wants it <laughs> pink or to match her phone case or all that kind of stuff. So if she wants a fob. Oh, no, no. no I, you know she what she really needs? Fob. Oh, you know what, what she really needs? How many What's years that? have you been married? Fifty. Fifty. She needs a new diamond is what she needs. Take him down, Gil. <laughs> what was his wife's name? Jean. Jean. Jean, at 50 years old, I plan on giving my wife a diamond the size of a quarter. And Jean, I think Tim Jean's should gonna do... Jean's going to be happy. Jean's yeah. going to be happy. <laughs> And so, see, we, we have the button for him. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Distracted driving kills in Arizona. Life is more important than your phone's beep. Stop the distracted driving, Arizona, please. Sponsored by the Arizona Chapter National Safety Council and the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Aired in cooperation with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. 
For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. There's going to bring me a baby brother! We can do this together! All right, let's go! Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this! You will rock this! To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Most Friday nights I can be found in the bed of my truck. All right. Let's push all the buttons and get everything situated. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting next to me is Bob and Ellen Frisbee. They're owners of Larry Harker's Auto. And then Jeremy is their son-in-law. And, um, Jeremy, which one of the people sitting to my right was the one with the gun before you married their daughter? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't your wife's name Kelly? (laughs) Is she listening? No, I'm I'm sure she is. (laughs) My kids love love the fact that you called her Kelly on the last time we were in. You know what? I'm not going to change my mind. And you're the one that put me up to it. So, Kelly, he's the one that put me up to it. All right, we're going straight to the phones. Ryan, good morning, buddy. How can we help you? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, thank you for taking the call. I, I've got a bit of a mystery that I was hoping you can help me solve. Uh, okay. My wife and I are runners, and we run somewhere between 80 and 100 miles every week. Wow. And so we get around town and see a lot of cars and, and encounter a lot of traffic as pedestrians. So... This is what we started to notice. Um, when a car will come to a stop and maybe to let us cross the street or come to a stop at a stop sign or whatever, I keep hearing cars have to restart. And I thought at first, well, maybe they're driving a manual and they just stalled it out. But I'm looking at hybrids and, and newer cars and all this stuff, and I, I thought, well, maybe the car... <laughs> well, wait a know. Well, well, Ryan, we want to know what your wife thinks it is. I'm in my marriage counselor uh, hat today. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, my wife thought it had to do with electric cars, and that every time they come to a stop, they they shut down or something, and then they have to push their button to start back up. Jeremy, but, give me a thirty second. What's going on? Okay. Well, you're you're both right. They they are stopping, and uh, it's basically to help conserve gasoline. So when a lot of cars, you take your foot off the gas. It will shut the engine off. You put your foot on the brake, and as soon as you let your foot off of the brake, that engine restarts before you can even get over to the gas. And that's completely normal, and it's a econ mode, and it'll do it with uh, multiple cars. But, yeah, they, it is shutting off and restarting that fast every and time. You see, they're fighting for fuel economy to a tenth of a gallon. So if they shut the engine off at a traffic light, they're going to pick up that tenth of a gallon, and the car will pass the tailpipe uh, tailpipe test. Electric cars, of course, you don't hear them come up to the traffic light because they don't have the rumble of an engine. But there's right. lots of gas. I'll tell you what the, the, the real learning curve is. You're driving your new vehicle home, and you've got this big monster motor in it, a big four-cylinder, and you're just so happy with how it runs, and you pull up to an intersection, the engine dies, 
and you don't really know it, but you see the oil pressure fall to nothing. <laughs> now you're at a traffic light wondering what's going on. And that's exactly what happened to me the first time I drove the Chevy. Yeah. The Chevy truck is the fuel, uh, the gas, or the oil pressure fell to zero, and I didn't know what to do. I thought I had popped the motor or something, but it just dies and then it restarts. Like like Jeremy said, the exact same thing. It's that the car is smart enough to know that you're coming to a stop. It's going to kill the engine, and then and the starter on those are, are huge. It's not like they have normal starters. They're really heavy duty for the constant starting as you stop and start. So, I don't know who won That's the bet. That's what I was wondering if it was going to put more wear and tear on all the you know parts that when you start your thing, your engine back up. But well, that's the beauty of it. Now I get to sell you two batteries, more starters. Yeah, yeah, uh, and install them all. <laughs> and then if your wife's name is Kelly, it's twice as much money. <laughs> so anyway, Ryan, that's 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 what it is. I, all of us, are admiring you for being able to go eighty miles, eighty we, to hundred. We a week. run too. Matter yeah. of fact, we just ran last night. How we, many? How far did we go? We but I'm three and a half in last night. Yeah, so. three yeah. and a half miles. I yeah. run four okay. days a week, so that's good. Hot, and they do hundred miles. Yeah, eighty to hundred. He said. Wow. That's yeah. See, Bob and I. Matter of fact, you. You guys answered this mystery just in time because I am sitting here just outside the mountain preserve to kind of meet my wife halfway on a 24-mile run she's doing today. Oh, wow. Good for you. Good for you. Not only will I refill her water, but I'll give her an answer to the question we've had for a while. <laughs> and, and you know what? Don't don't say you heard it from the radio. Say, you know, I got on my on the Internet on my phone, and I figured this out. <laughs> I, I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. be the hero. Bob... Bob, I, 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 I just can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's. Um, I was gonna go in the wife area, but I chickened out. Yeah. And we're gonna go to the phones. All right, Patrick, you're up next. What can we do for you? Good morning. Uh, well, this is uh, this is a follow up. Okay. Uh, last Saturday, I uh, talked to you guys. I had a reported uh, problem with the with leaking. CV boots on an 09 Lexus, right? And the the I didn't tell you this, but the the estimate uh, from a dealer was fourteen hundred dollars to replace the boots and the axles and the rest of it. So seemed excessive. I went to Thompson's, uh, who happens to be about eight minutes away from my house. And they said, well, we'll look at it. You may not need to replace them. So they ran it up on the lift, called me down. I looked at it, and just the right one was swinging grease. And I said, well, do you have to replace them both? He says, no, we just do this one. Bottom line is uh, they were out of there in about four hours. Uh, and in addition to an oil and, and an oil change also, and I was out of there for about five hundred and seventy bucks versus fourteen hundred. So anyway, good people to deal with. Appreciate the fact that you got these guys on your list. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you very much. And Brian, you know, Brian and Brian and Joey are just great people to deal with. You, you know, Brian is is one of the owners, and and he's. I tell people he's exactly the person you um, want to bring your daughter home. He's just that kind of a guy. But um, I agree with everything you said. We can do two boots or we can do one, but there's no really overlap in labor or parts. Two separate sure. labor jobs. So he, he was right, and I agree with him. If the left one's not gone and you just want to do the right one, that's fine. This, I want to walk away from the dealer label, please. 
and let's talk about dealers, independents, chain stores, mom and pop. What the pricing discrepancy you just talked about happens every day in our world, every single day. But what you did um, is exactly perfect because you tried somebody and you liked them and they did a good job. And I think the best part of what they did is they forced you to come down and look at it. And when we do the show and tell and the dog and pony show, there's no question the customer understands what a boot looks like and what a leaking one looks like and what a good one looks like. And so I really like that they did that for you. So thank you very much, Patrick. That's Thompson's Auto Repair. They're on uh, Main Street in Mesa, just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma are just a really swell uh, couple that you can you can talk to and, and admire. And and, uh, <clears throat> and they're just good people. And both of them have had um, gas station businesses and their families that go back to the 50s. Um, Jeremy and his wife, Kelly, um, want to say that, <laughs> that we're, we're going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and run with it. I, I'm gonna find out. Right where she, out of town. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna find out where she works, and uh, and I'm gonna have a new desk tag named. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, I'm glad the girls got a laugh out of it. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun. All righty. Let me tell you about a couple of other good shops. There's two guys that are a mile apart. Kurt's Automotive, at he's at Bell and I-17, and a mile north of him is Action Auto, and Tom owns it. Those two guys are best of buddies. Those two guys would never crap on one another. Those two guys don't badmouth anybody anyway. But when you're on the I-17 corridor, it doesn't make any difference whether you go to Action or whether you go to um, Action or Kurtz. I get this straight. Action or Kurtz, both of them are good guys. I've sent customers to both of them, and they've done nothing wrong and made me proud each and every time. So if you live on that I-17 corridor, just remember this. I-17 in Bell is Kurtz, northeast corner. I-17 in Deer Valley is Action Auto, and he's in the northwest corner. Northeast corner on Bell, northwest corner on the rest of them. So, uh, I mean on Action. So that's an easy way to determine where to go. And if you already have a shop, that's fine. But if you're looking for one, like I always say, just go get an oil change. See how they treat you. See if they try to sell you the moon. All that kind of stuff. And that makes all the difference in the world. If they have your best interest in front of theirs or not. And that's the difference between good guys and bad guys. Gil, do we have any other callers? Okay, we've we've got one more caller we can take, so if you want to call us at 602-508-0960. Ellen and Bob, mm-hmm. twice a week for us, and I'm sure for you, you're in that same position that somebody bid this and they want you to look at it. Yeah, It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. That's happening to us almost every day. It's kind of... And and we find the path of least resistance is, it's not beating up the other shop. It's a matter of let's go look at the car. And so, you know, tire wear, um, I need the whole front end rebuilt and I need a set of tires. How old are these? Nine and a half years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you drive straight? Or no, I deliver newspapers. So he's mm-hmm. constantly turning right and left. The outside edges of the tires are worn. Who cares? It One and one equals two. But our industry has turned for the worst. We've been in this before where we're starting to beat up one another. And and there's a lot of that going on, but it's easier just to take the high road. And and it's it it, it happens at the dealers um, and at the chain stores and at the independent um, shops. It happens to all of them. Sometimes it's one more than the other. <laughs> and sometimes it's the reverse. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what kind of an economy that we have right now. 
So right now with this pandemic and with right now with everybody home, all of us, our, our, our sales have I dropped. One of the big problems we're having right now is people are, are getting estimates from somebody, and then they call us and say, I need an estimate on this. Our biggest problem with that is we don't know that that's what you need. Yes. So we, I hope people don't get upset with us when we say, hey, we really need to get the car in. Let us look at it, and then I can give you a, a fair estimate on something. But most people think, well, as long as he said we need it, this is what we need and how much, and it's a cut-and-dry figure. And and there's a few of those cases, a few, maybe 15 or 20 percent, where you can say, all right, what's the symptom? And 99 percent of the time, they don't know what the symptom is. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is, what's the repair? So you say, um, the tires are wearing abnormally, and uh, and I need all front-end stuff. Well, what what are the tires wearing? At? Well, they said it was. Well, did you look at the tires? Yeah. Well, is the inside worn more than the outside, or is the outside edge? I don't know. So you can't tell the difference. Then there is no difference. So it's it's a matter of of symptoms. Um, we had somebody in the other day that had a, a cooling system problem. His cooling system problem was is he didn't have a heater for the first thirty minutes, but his home to work is twenty minutes. We're not going to warm up the water that fast. So he, now him not having a heater, and this was a dashboard R&R with a heater core that was an 11-hour heater core. So at 100 bucks an hour is $1,100 in labor. So the symptom doesn't match the, the – the, and I think this was an older car that had a vacuum control heater control valve, mm-hmm. and that's actually what it was, is a heater control valve. How many times have you seen the Fords come in with the, the hose broken off the plastic part of the uh, manifold? And that kicks the heater control valve off. So there's there's just lots of that. We entertain the same kind of phone calls. It's in the customer's best interest to just bring the car to us. If they want to hold the estimate close to their chest, that's okay. Mm-hmm. What we want to know is the symptoms and what they said. And we'll, we'll answer the symptoms and with what we said. What we mm-hmm. see, too, is that uh, a lot of them are wanting them to do the maintenance prematurely. And we see that because we have a, you know, a guideline that we follow and that, that we say, hey, no, you don't need to. And they, they have a laundry list of what they want to do. And Bob will say, hey, no, it's not due. You know, we can do it, but it's not due. It's, that happens all the time in my world. And um, this is what I tell ladies and men, no matter where you're at. Listen, let's do this. Let me go get my owner's manual out of the car. And why don't you show me where I'm due? And that's a hard question to answer when you're lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way. And then you hear this. Well, they don't, that's not an Arizona owner's manual. They, they, don't make, they, they make one for Arizona. Arizona is different. And then the answer is, would you order me one? Because mm-hmm. there's no such animal. Yeah. So everybody has the, well, you need to do this 100,000-mile transmission service because we're in Arizona. Well, there's no asterisk next to it in my owner's manual. Mm-hmm. So it's, but on the other hand... If you have a cooling system that's a complete wreck and it's full of rust and stuff, and if the cooling flush is the 80 or 100,000 miles and it's 60,000 miles, you're looking at rusty water, then that's, that's, that's beneficial. Right. But the bottom line is, folks, is it's in your best interest to be at the shop when you're asking them to do something. Um, I know that at our shop, we won't do bidding over the phone. Because, and, and, and I use this as an example. Does it have hydro boost? How long is the control arm? Does it have ball joints up and down or left and right? So if you ask them these silly questions, I can't bid it unless you mm-hmm. can tell me the tell answer me to those. 
So those are the kinds of things, but it's very difficult to give a bid. And what you're doing is you're, bit, you're spending a lot of your time working up an estimate because somebody else says it's bad. And how many times do they actually come in? And you're right. There's two issues. How many times do, after spending that money do they come in? And number two is when you give them an estimate, you don't really know if it's going to fix the symptoms, but right. you're going to be held responsible for them. We'll see you next week.